Welcome to the Clear Cruise Podcast. My name is Andy Harmer. I'm the Managing Director of Clear in the UK and we're delighted that you chose to listen to our latest uh, episode of our Clear Podcast series. Now, one of the reasons for the growth in cruising around the world is the choice of cruise line and ship and itinerary. And one of the newest cruise lines on the block is Virgin Voyages. They have been operating for just a few years and the number of ships joining the fleet is growing year on year. So I took the opportunity to chat to Luke Day and also to SJ Walker from Virgin Voyages to talk about their plans for the future and of course to reflect on where Virgin Voyages started. Enjoy. So, uh, Luke, SJ, thank you very much indeed for joining us on our podcast this time. Um, For those who don't know Virgin Voyages, we should start at the beginning. For those who don't know it, can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. Can I jump in here first, Luke? You are more than welcome, SJ. Oh, fabulous. Wonderful. So, Andy, Virgin Voyages is all around curating a casually luxurious adult-only cruise experience. So for those grown-ups that want a bit of a getaway without the kids, just in time for themselves, Virgin Voyages is perfect for them. So people that enjoy um, like being surrounded by like grand designs and um, they love to explore, they like to be treated like rock stars, they like um, luxury, luxury but without the stuffiness and the formality, Virgin Voyages is for them. So and then in terms of ships, because you're now, I can't keep up, but you're now up to four ships. Well, almost. So the plan was four ships over five years. The plan is four ships over 18 months. So we've currently got Scarlet Lady um, and Valiant Lady. Oh, and recently, just from May um, onwards, uh, Resilient Lady. So we've got three ships currently in the water. And then our four ship Brilliant Lady is due to join us um, towards the end of this year. Um, So exciting for this year that we've got Resilient Lady and Valiant Lady both in the Med. So Valiant Lady from Barcelona doing her seven nights stunning voyages, all with an overnight in Ibiza. And then Resilient Lady sailing from Athens, again, seven night voyages, um, jumping all around um, Greece, the Adriatic, um, so absolutely stunning itineraries. Overnights in Mykonos on those ones, so absolutely glorious. All right, so let, let's take a step back. So uh how long because you're fairly new kids to the block in terms of how long you've been around so how long have you been operating and when did you get both get involved because sj i think you were there almost from the beginning luke you you joined similar times did you or, or what's the story oh yes so um i guess the product that people are seeing and enjoying right now is is a culmination of probably if we think about maybe eight years of blood, sweat, and tears. Um, yeah. We started life probably 2015. We we were previously known Virgin Cruises, and then fast forward to probably when we went on sale when we introduced the brand in 2018. Um, we came up with a sort of a, a, a very kind of um, I guess a big message to land in the market of straining the course, where it was all about inviting people to come try something new, uh, something that they'd never seen before, um, like a new way to cruise. Um, and I think sort of since 2018, for those that have been with the brand, um, you'll see that we have developed, um, we have changed, we've tried some new things, we've tried some things that maybe didn't work, some things that did work, and we've kind of come to this point now where um, we're inviting people to come sail a new way with us, um, with our tagline now, we're voyaging. But 
a little bit about me. I joined the company in 2019 um, when we had no ships. Um, Scarlet Lady was in the shipyard. She didn't even have paint on her. Um, I was uh, living basically in a building site, which was great. Um, but yeah, I joined as the onboard training manager. And then so I've been connected with the brand since then. I think SJ, you joined same year, right? Yeah, so I've been with the brand for four and a half years. Um, so I was set uh, employee number two of the UK sales crew. <laughs> you, you and Shane love that, right? Because Shane's very proud of his uh, number one status. And uh, I love that <laughs> you're hot on the heels of that too. I'm number two. Um, so it's incredible really how fast the team has grown. It's, it's, it's absolutely insane. So I went on a maternity leave um, just after the pandemic and we're a team of four, came back, we're a team of eight in September, and now we're up to a team of 15. So, so it's absolutely incredible. But it's been quite the journey. Um, and to Luke's point, I met the very grateful to Ellie for the journey for the brand already in its infancy. So from that kind of rebellious look, stray the cause where we're very bold, and kind of st very strong messaging, which did the right thing at the time because it turned people's heads. It made a splash. It made everyone know that, okay, with this, there's a new brand on the block, uh, which is fab. And then we're in a place now, in the now avoiding sense, where we've been um, on the water now um, for, for two seasons. We've been able to really listen to the sailor feedback. And actually, it's the sailors that are telling us, these are the things that you should really be talking about when you're selling your brand. These are the things that are going to make me come back time and time again. And um, so it's things like the dining, the service. Um, the design of the ships, the fact that it makes it, you know, it's no, it's no um, extremity when we say it really is a life changing experience once you've been on board. Um, you know, it kind of it gives you that mindfulness sense. Um, you can make it as as busy and as daring as what you like, but equally you could go for a complete wellness week. Um, and these are the balances really that we've listened to from the sailor feedback, which has really led our brand platform as it is now in terms of the now avoiding. And, and how did it feel? Because you were both, as you say, with the company before your first sailing with guests on board. So how did it feel to see guests on board the ship and enjoying a holiday for the first time? Oh, do you know what? I feel like a proud parent. <laughs> it's it's absolutely, it's, it's hilarious. Um, being so heavily involved in sort of the initial uh, customer service onboarding with the crew, we went through a rapid phase of, we onboarded about a thousand crew within the space of six weeks um, back in 2021 um, to get them ready for our first sailing, which was our, uh, our summer soirees uh, that departed from Portsmouth. Um, to see them kind of go from a phase of learning the ropes, learning what it means to deliver service the Virgin Way, to um, even the, the Coast Guard drills, to how you operate in a restaurant, the bars, the, the sanitation, you know, all the great teams that, you know, make up the, the operation of a cruise. To see them kind of full flow, in action, delivering everything that you kind of had a hand in helping them sort of uh, create and understand and, 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 and effectively do a it was great. I stood back. I was like, oh, my gosh, like it works. <laughs> I feel like it's a real thing. Um, again, a place where we were really kind of selling the dream or selling like this mythical creature that didn't exist. And now to see it in its, own, its fruition and have to say every time I get on board, I think so good. We need to do a so good when you're on board. Uh, we absolutely need to do a better job in terms of spreading the word. But one thing I would say is that when people are on board, um, the repeat rate is insane. So we're getting around 45% people when they're on board committing to booking the next voyage, um, which obviously speaks for volumes and that speaks for itself. But as a result of that, what we 
we're planning to you know, um, create new menus, create new entertainment in the, the longer term vision. We've actually had to do all of that stuff a lot sooner um, than we had anticipated, purely because people are not now on their second, third voyages. They're on the sixth, seventh, eighth voyages. Um, and so we've had to kind of really speed up that process in terms of offering even more variety um, than what we're offering as standard. But um, I guess the, the other thing as well, in terms of thinking oh, it's, it's kind of happening the sailor feedback is is incredible we've got we've got more five stars review reviews on TripAdvisor than any other cruise line and the awards are starting to come in so best cabins best service um you know, it just it would the fact that the awards now are sitting tight on the uh on the on the mantelpiece is there it is quite the feeling I think, yeah. I think that's, the, that's the thing, Andy, right? We're, we're super proud of the product we sell. We absolutely love it. And we firmly believe in the mission that we're trying to achieve, which makes the sell um, so much easier because we're not selling from a place of like, okay, we have to. It's like, okay, well, mm. it's effectively our why, right? Why are we doing this? Because we firmly believe in what we're trying to achieve, not only for the customer, but for, for crew as well. So the fact that we have all these reward, um, rewards, awards uh, that back up kind of all the things that we believe is just, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It, Great and recognition. Oh, hundred percent. And the great thing is, we're, we're just getting started, so it's like we're, we're thinking, oh my gosh, where's this going to go? <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> and so, so you've both mentioned sort of the the changes, the evolution of the product, I guess, over the course of, of time that you've had guests on board. So, does that mean that the new ship that's coming on the third ship are they different to one and two? Whether are they still complete twins or are they sisters, as we might say in the trade, in that they're generally the same but there are a few tweaks uh cool I'll, I'll i'll take this one sj so i guess with a lot of our evolution of the product is not necessarily focused around um the hardware that you'll see um with resilient lady you will see some subtle touches to do with the the artwork to do with um some of the cabin developments as well um so one thing that sj's mentioned as well we're really keen to be quite nimble with sailor feedback and also first mate feedback right um, and so you saw that when we first launched Scarlet Lady, we kind of introduced this, this cabin that, you know, in concept was incredible. We all liked it, but the feedback was we needed a few more warmer touches. So instead, we, we, we took that feedback on board, both from uh, the trade and from our, from our guests and from our sailors. Um, and we embarked on a massive um, redevelopment plan. The ship had been in service, you know, barely a year. And we kind of like, you know, let's retrofit, let's react, let's change, let's adapt, let's let's make this product even better. And so you'll see with Resilient Lady, there's just some subtle tweaks in terms of, you know, the, the materials we use, in terms of the lighting, in terms of uh, um, the, the, even the carpets, you know, some of the carpets are a little bit different. Um, but, you know, there's not sort of any sort of big wow in terms of the hardware. The main wow comes with the, the, the um, the software, the experience that we have developed throughout the ships that now will, what we're seeing on Resilient Lady will slowly start filtering back through to Valiant and through to Scarlet. So you'll see um, changes to our entertainment schedule. Um, so with entertainment, obviously, it's a, it's a big thing for us. Um, we want it to be a key selling point. And we know in the past that for some of our agents, maybe entertainment could have potentially been a blocker. So you'll see our entertainment now moves in seasons. Um, so Virgin Group um, is kind of heavily rooted in the music business, right? So Virgin Records obviously started as a, it's a key cornerstone to, to, uh, to the pillars of, of the group. Um, so with us, you'll see more live music. So we're going to celebrate that with more live music. We've got uh, more festival stage type acts 
acts are acts that you're familiar with the uh, I guess the Edinburgh Fringe Festival you'll see like uh, more of those style of acts on board our ships and they'll be rotating right so it'll be less fixed so you'll maybe see an act come on uh, stage and come on a ship for maybe four weeks or six weeks and they'll rotate then we'll have another act come on um, so there'll be a lot more variety we're obviously going to keep some of the main uh, epic stays that people love you know the, the pajama parties that the scarlet nights where we invite sailors to wear a splash of red so they'll stay there we've got introduction of supper club series we've got extensions of, of favorite shows as well so is it's not only have we enhanced the entertainment but we've also enhanced some of the, the food and uh, beverage options as well so we don't necessarily have new options uh, new restaurants but we've got elevated options within those restaurants so new menus to try uh, new daily specials uh if, for example with resilient lady um sailing from greece in the dock Normally the dock is just a Mediterranean uh, Mezzi inspired lounge serving some really great tapas. Um, but with Resilient Lady, we're, we've introduced a Oppa Hour. Op is that how you say it? Oppa. 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 I, I have no idea what you're yeah. saying, but sure. Anyway, Oppa Hour. <laughs> Oppa. <laughs> Oprah about the R. Uh, so Oppa uh, Hour, which is um, uh, two hours on board the ship where we serve um, some Greek uh, inspired cuisine with some really great Greek cocktails as well. So celebrating uh the destinations and the regions that we're sailing so um there's lots different in the software lots to experience hardware yeah. the same look and feel that people are loving great and you mentioned dining because i just want to follow up on that because you have lots of dining options and some really creative dining options as well so for those again who don't know virgin voyages tell us a little bit about some of the options that you have on board our dining options is something it's one of the key reasons the key drivers why people are coming back a time and time again so one of the things that we've done, that which is which is very different, is the fact that we don't have any main dining room on board, no big buffets. Um, instead, what we've created are twenty plus individual eateries. Um, so they're designed around intimate spaces. They all have their own individual galley. So we're not working for one centralized galley and then um, you know taking them to these individual restaurants. They've got their own galley. So they're operated just as a restaurant would be operated in one of the big cities, for example. And the way that each of these restaurants are designed is to make you feel like you are in its own, its very own intimate space with a very different look and feel to every other restaurant. So just to give you a touch on this, um, around six or seven of these restaurants are what we would call speciality dining. So, so obviously within the trade, these are the restaurants where you would typically pay a cover charge for. Um, these restaurants, we continually get, so this is included. There's nothing extra to pay on this. No, everything is included. So you can book into any of these um, special eateries. It's all included, nothing extra to pay. So just to touch upon a couple of them, uh, we've got The Wake which is probably our most sophisticated restaurant. This is where you're going to book if you're celebrating, if you've got, you know, a special occasion or what have you. And this is our kind of steak and seafood restaurant. So at the back of the ship, incredible views over the wake, um, lots of kind of golds, brasses, creams. It's very, very elegant in its look and feel. Um, we've then got Pink Agave, which is our upscale Mexican. This is one of my favourite. It's a kind of like a family sharing type of um a uh, um, Mexican restaurant um, and a wide selection of tequilas there um, the odd night or two as well and um, the lights turn down and there's a DJ that comes in and it turns into more of like a I wouldn't say like, like a lively bar type of thing so kind of your meal um, you know translates quite nicely into the evening time um, in Pinky Garden that's really good fun 
Test Kitchen, something very, very different. Um, this is our chef-driven menu. So this is a menu that comes out and it's got a list of around six or seven different ingredients. And the ingredient would be the key staple of each of the individual courses. Um, but you don't know what that course is going to be. So it's for uh, people that are open to new to a new style of dining. Um, but again, this is one of the restaurants where for sure people say like, you're only paying £100 plus if you go somewhere like this per person. Um, if you go somewhere like this in the UK, it's very special. Again, something very different. It's a full experience. And you do all the wine pairing that goes with each of the courses as well. Uh, but lots of other restaurants. We've got Razzle Dazzle, um, Gun Bay, our lively Korean barbecue, and um, Extra Virgin, which is my personal favourite, a regionally inspired favourites from around, from around Italy. Um, that's my fave. So, Luke, what's your favourite restaurant on board? Oh, I mean, that is like asking for you to pick your favourite child, isn't it? <laughs> for me, right, okay, I love all the restaurants. I think they're absolutely incredible. Each one has got a delicious set of food that you can all go and choose. It's, it's absolutely amazing. I love Pizza Place. I think Pizza Place, so, so we have kind of like a, a mixture of sort of sit down a la carte meals and then we also have sort of a little more sort of fast grab and go style places pizza place is one of them right it's amazing you know when you go on a night out andy you're on a night out i can imagine you on a night out you go on a night out you're having a great time at the end of the night you're like oh do you know what i really need not a, not a kebab i need a pizza <laughs> and that's right you go to pizza place at the end of the yeah. night these amazing stone baked pizzas you can mix and match and choose the, be the best flavor there's a pretty fly for a white guy uh, a white pie, sorry, pretty fly for a white pie. <laughs> I knew, I fell for the fun. Oh yeah, so pretty fly for a white pie in there. It's a really <laughs> delicious pizza. You got to try. Chuck some pepperoni on it as well. Makes it even better. I, I have eaten. I have eaten the pizza from that very place. Um, somewhere, somewhere. I can't remember where I, I was because I was lucky enough to be on board for a couple of nights last year. Um, the space that really stood out for me, and I don't know if it's one of your favourites, is the space right at the back of the ship with the bar. Is it called the dock? I think you've already mentioned it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, beautiful. It, it's a it it's that kind of not on a ship, but you're on a ship kind of feel to it. It's a it, describe it to 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 our listeners. Oh, so it's like imagine being on the best mediterranean inspired beach club serving the most delicious tapas you've ever had in your entire life but you're sailing very gently away from a port that you've just had the most incredible day trip at and now you're sitting back relaxing thinking geez where am i going to tomorrow what adventures am i going to have next that's the dock every time it is, it is. And you know what, Luke, I think that's a really great great description. I think if you were to summarise our ship up, it would be a combination of the, your description there with a mix of the glitz and glamour and the cosmopolitan feel of the big cities. So it's that combination of that big city vibe with a yacht star-like feeling mixed with the beach club. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, I just want to touch on the importance of the travel trade because they are obviously important to the cruise industry in general. So two questions. Firstly, are they as important to Virgin Voyages and your sales and the way that they're attracting new customers to you? And secondly, uh, how difficult is it for the trade, particularly if they've not sailed with you, to kind of understand the product and really get behind? So two parts whoever wants to take it go for it two two great questions there andy 
Absolutely, 100%. The trade are critical to the success of Virgin Voyages. Um, to the point where we've I've mentioned before, we've, we've invested heavily on our trade team. So we've gone from a team of three initially. We've now got 15 people in our team. Um, my, my role in particular is to look after the UK trade. So I certainly hope that they are important. <laughs> so no, I can guarantee that that is, you know, we're, we're keeping the, the trade are keeping us all in a job, which is amazing. Um, we've got eight members just in the UK um, trade team alone, um, which is made up of three business development executives. So these are um, the chaps that are out, or I said the chap, the ladies that are out and about um, on the front line, doing all the training, um, getting the engagement uh, of our front line um, first mate friends. And then we've got three sales managers who um, are dealing at the head office level, looking after um, commercials, marketing, and the full sales strategy. And then we've got two members within our brilliant support team um, who are there to remove any barriers, to make life nice and easy, to be that UK point of contact to make, you know, life as easy as possible to make a book in Virgin Voyages. But T-Point, no, first mates are incredibly um, important to, to Virgin Voyages. We couldn't, we couldn't do it without them. Um, and so we are heavily investing in them. We've got a, a juicy commission um, to be earned. It's 16% commission um, up for grads with our first mates. Um, we also offer lots of different flexible ways of working with us, again, um, tailoring kind of our, our concepts to meet the needs of all of our different agent partners. And we invest incredibly in terms of fan trips as well. So fan trips, getting people on board to experience the ship. Um, and in the next week or so, we will be um, giving out um, just over 100 invitations to some of our key partners to come on to, to an onboard activation um, in October. So that will be part of a Raise Your Sales Voyage um, and an end of summer soiree as well. So two activations happening in October, invitations going out shortly. So I guess that's answer to question number one. Um, question number two, uh, oh, you have to remind me, Andy, this is around the engagement. No, well, it's about how, how do you, so how important is it for agents to understand the product? And I guess you've almost answered it by saying it's really important they understand it, which is why you're inviting so many to come and try the product, right? Exactly. And I get the other point to that, that, that question is the fact that we do have some incredible online training. Um, so we have what we call C Academy, and that comes in four different tiers. So we've got Scarlet, sorry, Violet, Scarlet, Silver and Gold. Um, and when um, agents get to um, the Violet tier, which is the first tier, they are typically booking around four times more volume than those who have not registered. And those who achieve gold tier are booking 15 times more than those in the violet tier. So the evidence is absolutely in the numbers where we can say that, that progressing through RC Academy online training is absolutely going to result in the sales. That correlation speaks volumes. The more you learn, the more you earn. That's the one, right? So not only do you go through the, the tiers and you get uh, obviously the, the satisfaction of learning more about Virgin Voyages, but you also get some great perks along the way from bonus commission to um, sailor loot on board your own voyage to first mate rates as well. So a lot of first mates reach out to me and they say, oh, Luke, how, how can I get some agent rates? How can I get some agent rates? And we're like, yeah, we, we got some agent rates. We just need you to know a little bit about us first. Uh, so you get to silver tier um and then yeah get access to our, our agent rates which is great you've got lots of ships sailing you've got some great destinations you've got some great reviews and awards coming your way what's next where are you headed because i think as you've both said it's evolving all the time but but, but what's next 
So we've got so resilient lady will have her although she's launched and she's sailing from Athens at the moment, we have her official launch happening down under, which I think Luke, you're gonna be attending in person, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> and if I'm not, we're making this official now. Yes, I am. Guys, <laughs> listeners, you've heard it here first. I'm gonna be in Australia. <laughs> and and, odd, and oddly, I'm available that date, whatever oh, date it is. There I'm we go. I'll, I'll pop down. <laughs> that's going to be really exciting for us coming up up later on this year uh, we're going to have more products on sale for 2024 i know lots of people are chomping at the bit what you know when's your next product come in we'll have a nice big launch coming towards the end of july um and then a, the full 2024 campaign will go live in september and um, so that's going to be really exciting a2 competitions so lots of incentives where birdsmen can enjoy lots of good prizes um and and good reasons to be engaged with, with virgin voyages as well Marvellous. Lots coming up, including a trip to Australia for Luke. How lucky are you? Um, both, thank you so much for speak, uh, speaking to us today. We really appreciate it. Good luck with everything. Have a great summer. Have a great christening down in Australia. Have a great uh, 2023. And we will speak again soon. Thank you very much. Thanks, Andy. Bye. And that's just about all we've got time for. Thank you very much indeed to Luke and to SJ for being my special guests on our Virgin Voyages themed podcast this time. Now remember you can listen to our back catalogue of podcasts via our website at cruising.org where you'll also find a whole bunch of information, resources, learning and events that Clear offers. Thank you very much indeed for listening. We hope to see you again soon.